This episode of the We Are Birmingham podcast is sponsored by footygreets.com. Hi, it's Paul Devlin here. I heard your force field here. This is Neil Dans. Rowan Vine here. Birthday, wedding, anniversary or any occasion. Personalised video messages from your favourite footballers. Footygreets.com. Hello and welcome to the We Are Birmingham podcast. I'm Chris Golding. And I am staying up, say, I am staying up. Um, staying um, up, Chris. One more win. One more, one more win. win. It one is more one more win, but um, are you, uh, yeah, are you, pump, or, pump or are you staying up because the, it's noisy outside at night at the um, moment? Uh, it, <laughs> bit of context on that one, yeah. So it's not noisy right now. Uh, there was a little bit of trouble from some... People may have seen it on the news uh, around Belfast and Derry, but we we had our own um, revolt around here. Not me personally; just happened to be near the estate that I live on. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know, mate. From what I've heard, that you were involved as well. <laughs> no, no, uh, I went out outside I, with I, that top on us. Yeah, here. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't masked up and throwing petrol bombs at police cars and bricks and whatnot. And uh, yeah, there was a little bit of we'll say Ulster. Loyalists kicking off a little bit. Any excuse? A bit weird considering, you know, Prince Philip had died that day. They should have been paying their respects. I think they just thought, fuck it. Um, yeah, I went out to get my first taster of the dark side of, of Northern Ireland. Um, did, you, uh, did you did you run outside as it was all kicking off? Fucking come on, there you come. <laughs> I, I, did, uh, I can say I can I can honestly say I did not. <laughs> uh, it was it was snowing and hailing at the time, and everybody out there was all obviously masked up and stuff like that. And I went out and in my t shirt, just walking the dog, just just walking past. I said, "What's it all about?" I said, "This is this is getting pretty larry." And it got worse for a few hours, and then the police just pr- patrolled the area. And I sent you the pictures, and I have those like huge like Land Rovers with bull bars and cameras on, and the police are fully armed and. It was a bit weird. It's very surreal. I've never experienced anything like that before. Uh, but it, it died down eventually. And if, if, uh, there was supposed to be another protest the, the day after, and it never happened. So I think they've obviously cleared the streets of the... Uh... So what what you're saying is if Blues fans want to take notes from where to protest... <laughs> <laughs> to... Yeah, don't go... Yeah, yeah. I definitely do not go down that route. Um, no, we've... We, I think uh, Blues fans had their fill. Can I just say that that was a joke and I'm not really suggesting that people (laughs) should go down with petrol bombs. Just disclaimer. Definitely don't do that. No, but it's a little bit scary that was. Um, My kids were thankfully in bed. My missus wasn't particularly um, uh, enthralled by the whole thing. And she wasn't too pleased about me going out either, but... Uh, I just had to try and get a taste for it, not to join in, but just to understand, just like what the fuck is going on. Got, I got some funny looks out there as it was snowing and hailing, and adrenaline. <laughs> um, it's kind, it's kind of weird because it's just like it's they, they, it wasn't. I guess, the, I guess there was a bit of an adrenaline rush, but it was which, adrenaline, which was higher for when Blues scored the first goal on Saturday, or going outside. Uh, going outside, but the second goal, oh. that was different because okay. that just that was a that was a real peak, and then the come down was just like, ah, this is it now. We're not we're not going to concede two goals. We're fine. I tell so, you what, then. let's let's get on to the Blues, but first let's get some fifteen second opinions in. 
Let's do it. Fifteen second opinion. What an absolute turnaround this has been, eh? I honestly cannot catch my breath. How have we got this many points from these games? Totally different team than the Karenka. I honestly do think this is what this team should have been doing all year. Um, a couple of nice additions in the summer if, we've, if we're not banned from signing people. And maybe maybe a playoff push next year? Maybe one a little bit? I don't know. Let's say Up the Blues. Get in there, Blues. What a win. One more win and we've got uh, survival. Oh, my God. Juke, he's finally found his form back. I hope he don't retire. I would like to see him back there next year under Barry Abel. What a win. Come on, Blues. It was the most enjoyable game for Birmingham City to watch this season. Never looked like conceding. Very, very comfortable 2-0 win. Another clean sheet, another home win. Get another couple of wins and we're there. Keep on, boys. Hopefully next season's a bit better than this one. Keep on. What a win for Lee Bowyer and the crew. Got them all jazzed again. William Wright Heatley here, American Blue Nose. A great brace for Juki. Fantastic. We're up to 18th now with four games to play. Uh, I expect another win against Rotherham at the weekend, so that'll be really good. Um, and I'm really looking forward to next season now. All right, all the best, lads. Keep right on. The difference since Bowyer came in is crazy. The players look completely different. You know, they're willing to fight for the manager. And it just proves, doesn't it, that sometimes um, when a manager comes in, they just get the club. And Bowyer certainly does. Hi, guys. AJ here. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't much of a spectacle, was it? But uh, we got over the line. Duke with a couple of goals, proving me wrong, I think. But uh, yeah, onwards and upwards. It's pretty good. Um, just winning games that we would have been losing 3-0, 3 3-1, 3 2-3 weeks ago, so got to be happy. It's so nice to go into a Blues game, confident that you've got a manager that's going to buy the right tactics and the right team. And it shows with Bowie's decisions during the game as well that we've improved so much. The decision to bring Riley McGree on at half-time helped change the game in our favour, gives us a lot more control on the ball and a lot more going forward. The Bowie revolution continues, signs are positive, results went our way, up the Blues few big claims in there easiest win of the season most comfortable um, I'd say probably <laughs> most comfortable game we haven't really had an easy win have we so no. I think yeah, I think uh, there's yeah most comfortable certainly I think I've not felt as laid back or I, I uh, never felt like that game was ever we were ever in doubt of, of losing it it was very comfortable even when we went 1-0 up I, f- I just thought like this is it now we're, p- we're probably going to go on go on and win this but it was so nice just to watch that and not stress or worry about the the game it was just it, you said comfortable I think that's the only way I can describe it it was just just felt comfortable from almost from start to finish even when um, Harley made that mistake and they scored it was it was offside and I, you know they, they were caught offside a lot they didn't really cause us any problems they were probably the better of the two teams in the first half but it was very very slim it wasn't a pretty game but I, I never felt like we were ever in any form of danger at all I think we stopped them from being effective nullified that any threat they had and you know we took the chances that we had and it was it was a really nice watch yeah which, I, I, that, that's how I'd 
probably sum it up in that I enjoyed watching the game and it was never, like I say, it was never stressful. It, you were never, at no point was it, oh, fucking hell, we're, like, oh, we're clinging on here. It was, it, was a, it was a comfortable watch. It was enjoyable. We'd like celebrate the goals and not worry about the, us at the other end of the pitch so much. I mean, the, there was one, like you said, there was the, the offside one. Um, and the, was, that, was that from the... Harley gave the ball away. Was that when he sort, sort of passed it to the side? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Tried yeah. to do a bit too much. Probably is. Probably, yeah. I, I was trying to think whether there was two errors, but uh, I think it was just that one, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was like a little scare, but it was an enjoyable game to to watch. It was, it was, it was comfortable. I mean, it, it, it wasn't pretty, was no. it? But I, I don't think we we've said already we're not going to expect pretty for the next. For, 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 for the this running of games certainly it's all about getting points on the board and just being effective yeah. and if there's one thing we are at the moment we're, we're effective and that's at the back and that's and that's going forward with you know taking a couple of chances you know and when we were one we went one nil up towards the end of the first half we came out second half and like it was they've clearly been told and I think some of this is down to probably like the substitution as well bringing on bringing on Riley had a little bit more energy than uh, uh, Alan, yeah. but just yeah Riley and Alan um, <laughs> I don't know why I said Riley not Vigree. Um <laughs> like my mates you know uh, just helping him with his stepping stones I you know I thought down, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's I going remember. down walk what's it called we're going down we're going down walk we're going down walkabout for a bit I was thinking Lassiter's oh watering oh yeah uh, um on neighbours, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. Um, did you like Erinsborough is an anagram of neighbours? Did you know that? I do now. There you go. A bit of interesting information for you. Anyway, I'm shit at countdown, mate. <laughs> so just just putting that out there um, for anyone that don't Thanks. know that, that, that know that. But yeah, it might come up in a pub quiz one day. Um, and anyway, so get back onto the onto, onto the matter in hand. Like, let's like, let's talk we, about. What, uh, are we talking about the game story? or? We're, de- we're, definitely about, we're, we're definitely talking about the game now. Um, okay. That we went, came out second half and just went for the kill. I was like, let's just put this game to bed. And you know, you just know if that had been the case six weeks ago under the previous manager, is that we would have got? Yeah, we would have got. We would have gone to six at the back. And <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't, yeah. It, yeah it, he would have would have found a way anyway to get another few like couple of more centre backs on or something. But you know, I, I think it was really, really. I know that Helilovic had picked up a knock, um, but it was a really clever move because McGree, obviously, we spoke about before. He's got really good, really good energy, and he likes to drive forward. He goes forward with a purpose, and obviously, he played his part in in the second goal as well. well I mean, it, all of the you sort of look at the you say about the differences between six weeks ago and now look at I can think of three substitutions I don't know I don't know if I've missed any but there was Cosgrove there was Riley McGree and uh, what's his name the young lad Miller came on Miller as well, came on as well. Yeah. Um, I forgot his name then, sorry. Um, was it was that the three changes was there any more I think so yeah you're making me think that I didn't oh, write down I didn't write down the substitutes Seddon friend came on for Seddon didn't he Yes, yeah. he did actually. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, okay, so that one aside, they're attacking changes. There, but they're not 
changing he's not changing them to to bring on someone more defensive minded or more negative mm-hmm. and for me that's it's a difference in where we are where he where he looks the way that he looks at a game he he goes right okay we're 1-0 we're 2-0 let's go and see whether we can nick another one you know we're, we're still going to we're still tight but there might yeah. be another opportunity there for us it, you know, and we were st- even when we scored the second, we were still going forward as well. And if it hadn't been for you know, there's a couple of times when I think Seddon could have got uh, his head up a little bit earlier or chose a different option. And there's uh, when Leco had just been dis- dispossessed, not for the first time in that game when he was trying to, uh, he was getting his head up to set up for McGree as well. I mean, there could have been a couple of another couple of goals. Um, in that game, really, and you know, we were we were effective with what what we were doing. We played to the team's strengths, we played to Duke's strengths. He was a colossus, I thought, on on Saturday for the probably the you know for the first time in a long time. Even yeah. though he's obviously played a bit better in these games since Bowie's been here, Saturday was just one of those like. And we've said before, we thought he might have been struggling with COVID. We to wonder whether it was Karanka not playing to his strengths, well, which, that, which that we know that was that's yeah. a definite, that yeah. was a part, part of it. But also that he just he looked lethargic, but he just looks rejuvenated yeah. now. That's, a, it's, that's it's, the best that we've seen of him for a long time. Oh, and 100%. The, the, thing, the, the thing that baffles me a little bit on Twitter is that there's this argument of where, where are the Duke haters now? Now, that there probably are an element of... Duke the haters that don't like the way that he plays football don't think that he don't think that he should be playing. If you play to his strengths, he's a good player. He mm. offers you something that he he's one of the best at the league in what he does when he, you play to it, his strengths. Now he says himself he's he knows his limitations and he's in the things he's not good at. He did it. He said it in an interview this week. Yeah. He, he knows where he's not strong, but he also knows what he's capable of. But the, for me, this whole argument of the, the where are the haters now and whatever, it's like we were playing in a way that didn't suit him at all. So at the time, he shouldn't have been playing. The people maybe took it a little bit far with, and uh, you're always going to get people who take it to extremes. But there's, there, there is a middle ground here. He wasn't suitable for the type of football that we were trying to play. No, he shouldn't, it's all about- he, he shouldn't have been in and around the team at that time. Now that we're playing in a different way, yes, he's he can be in there. It's it, it suits it. He offers you know, something in there, doesn't he? He absolutely does. And let's so we should probably mention the uh, the cross from uh, David Beckham. <laughs> or, well, it might have been Mark Roberts. I'm not sure. Is is he the love child? Is it the love child of Andy Legg and and David Beckham? I will tell you what. I don't, <laughs> Fucking belting ball that was. Uh, but the we said before, like, been, I know he's done a few. He's done a few now, and it's not just, not just this season, the, the last season as well. But he just puts a lovely, uh, a, a lovely whip on that ball, and it was just like it was so easy for Duke just to to, to finish that off. It was yeah. just, it was, and that came from, obviously came from a short throw, which I th- they were all setting setting up for a long throw, and it came from a short one. It was just like, well, this is perfect. That was that for me was a big takeaway from this week as well that they've obviously looked at the long throws and instead of going right we're just going to keep launching into the box we're going to mix them up and yeah. cause that element of doubt of whether it's going to be a short uh, a short cross a short a short throw or a long throw mix it up 
And if, 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 if nothing else, you drag a player out of the box that would be in the box. It, it worked really well because I think, and I, I think it may have been planned as well, because when you, you just see all the Stoke players back up to go into, go into the box and obviously Colin was left, left on, on the right hand side there and, it's just left us loads of space to actually do something with. And then they obviously had to start coming out when Colin picked up the ball, passed it back to um, to Roberts who whipped that ball in. Oh, it, was, it was such a great cross. And he kind of, you'll get more of that from him as well, playing as the right side of the, the back three if he can come forward every, every now and then. If he wants put in a bit like, you know, the you know, the underlapping centre-backs that Chris Wilder used at Sheffield um United. Sheffield United and obviously uh, Pep has used it at Man City as well. Obviously, I'm not saying we play football like that because we clearly don't when we only probably completed about 200 passes in that game. But, um, you know, it was just it was just great to see. It's a lovely cross. It's a lovely header. And the, just the way that everyone just celebrated as well, you could just tell that everyone was super pleased with you. Just super, they, I think they, the players knew about that this this is this is it now like yeah. we've got things are together and we're probably going to end up staying up and from that moment on the game was just so comfortable um, they Stoke did not pose a single threat in that second half and we could have had we could have had a couple a couple more on top of um, <laughs> I was going to say we did have a couple <laughs> a couple more on top of the uh, of the uh, of the of the one that we that we did get in the second half and again from Duke and poor free kick initially by McGree, but he got the follow-up and not the greatest of goalkeeping. But then in comes Duke. Is it a free kick? Yeah, it's a free kick. It hit oh, the wall, came back to him. Shows how... Oh, okay. Right, okay. Yeah, I yeah it came mate, back I, to I'd him. I'd had a few beers at the weekend, mate. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to think back to situations. It's all right. Um, you're allowed a beer or two, mate. It's fine. Mm. You're or, ten. So it, it, or, or ten. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's probably mod, a modest... Um, guesstimation as well I'd, I'd imagine yeah I'm sure it was a bit more than that yeah, based so on you so based on the knee slides I saw <laughs> sent to me at like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> the acres as well yeah. oh, oh god but yeah I, I, I thought that the or this as it was the second strike then the one that he actually that was a belting strike the one that the keeper then had to to parry out to Duke yeah I thought that really well I th- he did. I also think that you'd be a little bit annoyed if your keeper, if that was your own keeper. Uh, yeah, going through a crowd of bodies, it's uh, took a tag bounce just in front of him as well, did it? Apparently, so they'll, <laughs> they'll use that, won't they? But it was. I think it was all all in all. Saturday was a really good day for us, wasn't it? Because we had pretty much the results went our way. Yeah. Um, Coventry got pumped by by Bournemouth, so that their goal difference took a bit of a battering. Huddersfield and Rotherham drew one all. For me, that was no nil nil. It was nil nil, wasn't it? For me, that was the best result. Uh, that that was the best result we could have hoped for, uh, and it obviously played its part in us moving from up to, up to eighteenth. Which is where, where we're sitting now. And yeah, it's looking it's looking comfortable. I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but. Yeah, I mean, we've got um, Rotherham play two games now this week before they play us on Sunday. Yeah, so and we've got a nice, nice rest. A nice well. rest, 
Rotherham are going to be Rotherham are going to be knackered. We'll get into Rotherham later, obviously, but um, I thought it was quite nice to see. And you've already mentioned Amari Miller come on as well. It, I think Bowie was pretty strategic in sort of waiting to make sure he was super comfortable that you know we weren't going to let it slip. Bring him on but in those last last couple of minutes. I'm sure we spoke about his. Uh, what's the word for it? He likes to promote youth and yeah. introduce, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of the opposite word for reluctance. He's, <laughs> I don't know what that word is. But Good question. You, <laughs> he's the opposite of reluctant to use youth. He, he's he's quite happy to, to embrace the younger players, isn't he? And to, are, you, are you Googling a word for it now? I was having a quick look to see, yeah. Um, Nothing? Uh, he's more willing to, I guess. Yeah, it's more will, we'll, we'll he's, he's more willing to. Uh, I did. I looked at it and I thought, I don't. I'm not quite sure, but <laughs> yeah, he's. <laughs> God, um, it's been a long day. <laughs> I think I'm I, I still hung over. To be fair, as well. So I'm not. Gonna I, I think much. he. I think he kind of. Well, we know that he's he promoted quite a, a number of uh, youngsters at Charlton, and. We spoke before about that we thought he would bring somebody through early doors. And, you know, while Seddon's not a kid, he put him pretty much straight into yeah. straight, no, straight, no into no straight away. To put him into. And yeah. it, it was the, the Reading game was quite a big one for him to, to come into as well. It wasn't like he was, it was, we were safe. And I know it was probably something where he didn't expect to, to get anything <laughs> from the game. And anything that we do get was a bonus. But. Mm. It was a big game. He, obviously, he's brought he brought Miller in at uh, the weekend because we saw obviously we've had Hogan was out out injured and we lost uh, Terrell uh, as well. So there was a space on the bench for someone potentially that isn't Adam Clayton, which is good. <laughs> um, but apparently, uh, there's been a, quite a few youngsters under 23s and under 18s being mixed in with the first team at the moment. Which, which you know, I think as we as this season draws. To, closer to its end and we are safe we will probably see a couple more getting uh getting blooded i think by bowie um i'm quite happy to say that as well (laughs) oh yeah it's because you know you you wouldn't have seen it from the previous regime but it was it was good to see miller come on and he picked the ball up um about 25 30 yards out and just took a it had a little drive towards goal and then had a shot that okay it wasn't fantastic but it's just it is just eagerness just to drive forward desire just to you know make an impact to that late in the game as well I thought was was, was great to see so he said himself no harm in another few cameos between now and now and the end of the season yep there, but, um, there was one person that you touched on him earlier but I thought would save him for a bit later and it was Lico didn't have the didn't have the best game. We're always looking willing. I think he only completed one pass. There was a, yeah, a but second I, round I, about I, that. But. It's, it's, yeah, but I think that's wrong because I'm pretty sure he 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 had three, he made three passes. And if you check who scored, he actually completed all three. So it's 100% completion. Oh, there you go. But he was dispossessed a few times and he was obviously lost the ball lost control of the ball a couple of times it's not classic the pass clearly but um, yeah so that one that stat that was going around He's I think right. was, was it's nonsense okay. yeah well I just I wanted to say the difference between 
the previous manager and the current one yeah. is that he got thrown under the bus. Yeah. He got bombed out of the squad. He got slated in the in the press from his manager saying he's not doing enough, he's not whatever. Bowie's turned around and regardless of what you think of him and how he's performing as a fan, Bowie has turned around and he said, Oh, you know, this wasn't great or whatever, but hopefully hopefully the chance or the chances will come for him next time. Well that no, that was it, sorry. He said he didn't get he didn't get the chances, but hopefully one hopefully he'll get one in the next game. It's too, and, like, so do, I mean, I don't have a problem with 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 Lico at all. Like I, we know that um I said before his nickname at West Brom was was, was Johnny Steffover because he'd do a lot on the ball and it, that final decision making end product was was always lacking. If he had that, we wouldn't have bought him for a million bucks and he wouldn't be playing for us. He'd be playing for playing for somebody else, probably in, in the Premier League. So he's got pace. Uh, he's still got pace despite the fact he was recovered from an a, from, from an ACL. He's working incredibly hard at the moment. Um, I think... You're struggling there. You the, look like you've just done a tequila. I've got, <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got like trapped wind in my, in my, th- I'm ready to feel like, I'm ready to burp, but it's just not coming. So if, that, if it comes out at any point, then you, you'll know. But I think the fact that, you know, he's, he's willing to carry the ball forward. He's got pace. He, he pushes defenders, pushes defenders back. Um, you know, I think that actually helps. He's probably doing more. He's helping the team more than people realise. Um, not necessarily when he's on the ball. Sometimes when he, when he's off the ball, because he's giving, he's causing defenders a bit of bit of a problem, creating space for others. Uh, pace is always going to be be an issue for people. He's clearly a confidence player. Bowie has already mentioned he's a confidence player, and you're not gonna. Bowyer knows he's not going to help his confidence levels by hooking him at half time. You want to keep him on for a, for as long as he can, see if, if he can create something. You know, I think we've seen in little bursts from him. I think he had the was it a game against Huddersfield earlier on in the season. Where I think he crashed a shot against the bar, and then Duke got the follow up to it, and we won. We won two one, and there was the back heel that he did against Barnsley that helped to create the goal for Hogan. Was it Barnsley? Yeah, yeah for, for Hogan. He was really good at Man City away as well, wasn't he? The, Man City away yeah. was very good, and then Reading away as well when he came in last minute and ended up playing left wing. I think for 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 Bella potentially it might have been, or maybe yeah, it was Bella. Um, I you've got to stick with him, like. He has got potential. I think he's he's got the right manager. Boya knows what, how to get stuff out of him. He's got stuff out of him before in a team that was, you know, struggling, um, like we were at, at that time as well. Obviously, then he ended up getting his injury. But I'm fine with him sticking with him for now, especially if Hogan's picked up an injury as well. You, you're going to want to. You've got to give. Uh, Liko as much game time as possible. He hasn't played for a very long time, and like when he did play. He was playing for a manager, as you said, that threw him under the bus, probably negative, negative tactics, drained any confidence the lad had, and clearly he's a confidence player anyway. I think people getting on his back are there's there's a lot of people getting on his back already, I think. It just it always seems to be one player that fans seem to have an issue with. And you know, 
it's normally Harley Dean because if we're losing, it's it's, ne- it's nearly always Harley Dean's fault, even if he's playing well. There's not anyone talking about Harley Dean at the moment because he's playing fantastic. There, well, no, there is, <laughs> but in a positive way. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, obviously. No, there's not people that there aren't people complaining about him at the moment um, because he's just that back three five playing really really well so yeah. there's no no reason to complain about him it's always got to be one player that the fans like and moan about um but not for me i think he i think Liko will i think we will see Liko come good when he's got a proper pre-season next season i don't think we expect too much from him okay we paid a million quid for him but you know just just give him time it, to properly settle in Get, yeah, get ready. Get it's, it's been, I think, it's been a topsy turvy, tumultuous kind of season for for every every player in that squad. But when you've got a player that's probably as fragile as he maybe is, you know, I think you just need to. He needs that arm on his shoulder. He needs that little bit of protection, and he needs the fans to back him. Yeah. Well, f- for me, so far. I... He's not doing enough with the ball. But if Hogan's out injured, he's probably the next best player to bring in to play that position. I think when Hogan comes back, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we're safe to see a bit of experimentation going on there to try and improve his confidence as well. And maybe seeing him playing behind a two in that sort of where where Halilovic is playing at the moment, in behind, maybe sort of dropping back a little bit deeper, giving him some freedom with the ball to carry the ball forward. Because he was playing in behind at Charlton, wasn't he? A few times. Or play, uh, he played in play, and around him. He did, he did play as that sort of second yeah. striker um, quite a few times. So but, I, know, It I wouldn't surprise me if, to see him sort of experiment. And, and just, if you can get him some confidence finishing the season off, the next year we might see a completely different player and yeah, he's not I, for me he's not one that you write off now and turn around and go oh no he's shit no you can't he's <laughs> not even been with he's not even been with us a season and no. you can see he's got he's got a directness about him that I think he's going to be you know, and you can never you can never discount pace as well like that is one thing that you can't uh, what's the word you, you can't really sit with you, words. You, 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 can't, you can't really set up to defend against pace, can you? You know, it's, it's, you know, if if a player is quicker than you, a player is quicker than you. You just got to make. You just got to hope that your position is really, really good. Yeah. You know, so, and he's a very, very he's he's a very quick player. He's quite direct. And you know what? He did put in a a nice cross uh, on Saturday as well. Um, after there's a couple of times when he was dispossessed, I didn't manage to get across him. But there, there was there was one time I think even. And you know how much this guy gets on my nerves. I think even Kevin Broadhurst has said he was really pleased for Lico because he managed to start turn his one and then get across. I think he came back onto his right foot and crossed it in. And it actually did. I can't think, I don't know if Duke could head it straight at the keeper or something along those lines or maybe wide or something, but um, might not even have been Duke, but he definitely put, he definitely put across him. Uh, I think I remember it. But Kevin Broadhurst mentioned it. I was just like, oh God, I just agreed with you. What's going on? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Um, Talking of annoying fannies. Yes. Michael O'Neill had a uh, a few words to say, didn't he, at the end? I'm, or after the game. 
Have you got his quote there that he... Uh... He he was complaining about long throws and I haven't got the quote. The, but he was complaining the fucking from... irony when Rory delaps on his fucking backroom team. Yeah, I was not sure Rory Delap would have agreed with him on that one. But he was, he was he was complaining about long throws. Then he was complaining about they need to change the rule for being off. You could that you can't be offside for, from a throw in. Uh, so that, so how is that even relevant? Like the goal didn't even come from uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a long throw. <laughs> and he didn't have any, no, it was, it's really confusing. And then he, <clears throat> he mentions it along the he was talking about just like the style of play. He said, you won't, you won't see my teams play like that. And I'm just thinking, hold on a minute. I've watched your Northern Ireland team play numerous times and do really well by, you know, going direct, getting the ball in the box and play into your team strengths. I mean, like that's Kyle, all, Kyle Lafferty up front. That's all, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all, that's, you know, the big man. F- former blues legend, <laughs> you know, um, Yes, um, I mean it's absolute fucking nonsense. As you quite rightly said, Rory Delap, who's on the coaching staff at, at Stoke, it's just it, it's it let's, just seen... let, let's be honest. Pulis, when he was at Stoke with Rory Delap, that was their main goal threat for a fucking long time. Was that it, it's like having a corner? Yeah, it, it, it is. I bet yeah, he's and... fucking cringing when he's hearing about this. It's like yeah, just think about. <laughs> think about it it's just for me it's just it's just sour grapes and but you know what this is great because now it's other managers that are you know moaning about about the opposition about things that are going going Nothing against else. them etc yeah. yeah you know and, do, this, do, and you, it, do you think that there's maybe an element of them sort of just trying to see out the season and and like without taking too much flack, so it's just sort of uh, yeah. Well, the excuses that we witnessed when things weren't going our way, it's like they're doing them now to just sort of comfortably finish the season. I know Brentford well, are obviously the, up there, so he's probably. I mean, you you look at that when as soon as we scored that goal, like Stoke, we're we're in the game previously. I guess you're always in the game at one nil anyway. But as soon as we scored that first goal. They weren't nowhere to be seen. Yeah. They barely got into a, into the final third. They very rarely troubled uh, Neil Etheridge. But to to be just, fair, I think we talked last week about teams being on the beach. And to me, yeah. that's it's like when it's nil-nil, it's like, yeah, you know, we only need a goal. But then once you once you go behind, you know that you're not in trouble. It's like, you can't really There's be asked. maybe. definitely a case of them just almost downing tools. And then, you know, if he wants to, if he wants to like deflect away from the fact that, you know, he didn't set his team up well enough to, to cause us problems. Uh, that, that's up to him. But, you know, they are, they had, we spoke before, they had a very, very slim chance of making the playoffs. Uh, that obviously, isn't going to happen. It wasn't going to happen anyway. It would have had. They would have had a lot of things to fall in, in their place for them. But you know, talking about playoffs. It, sorry, just to put in here. Did you know that Brian Dick has written Blues off today from making the playoffs? Can't believe um, it. He's uh, he's he's he comes out with some ridiculous things that Brian did, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, it's not over yet, Brian. You don't know how many points deductions EFL could give to those <laughs> teams above over. us. <laughs> it's not over. There's still hope. Not, it's definitely not over yet. <laughs> Uh, maybe we get like a special sanction for getting the playoffs in 16th place or something. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Um, anyway, Michael O'Neill. No, not having it, mate. Sorry. Michael O'Neill, you're full of shit. Hero of the hour, Luka Djukovic. 
has apparently, not recently, signed an extension to its to his contract. So, you know, the aging striker that most people wanted to get rid of a few weeks ago apparently signed an extension to his contract to keep him here until 2024, which will be 35 years old. It's quite young, that, not isn't re- it? Not re- it, it well, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be 35. Um, the, it's quite strange, actually. I don't feel like I'm uh, older than, than Lukas Djukovic. You don't know older. what that is. You're older. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, um, I digress. Yeah. Bit of a weird one for two reasons. An extension to a contract that he'd only had renewed, I think, a season bef- before, uh, which was running until 2022 anyway. So he had another year of, or probably closer to two at the time. And the second, that just wasn't reported by anybody, not the club, wasn't picked up by anybody in the media, was kept very quiet. And, and then the other weird thing is that... I'm trying to sell him. Yeah, January, <laughs> he's, like, he's close to leaving. It's like, it's a new contract when you... So it's not a, a your contract's running out, we're going to keep you going it's a new contract and it's not a trigger of any option <laughs> because it was another two years on top of the contract you already had in place very strange um, I highly doubt it was sanctioned by Karanka or it's Karanka's idea which would suggest at the time probably only one man that's made that decision yeah now let's the, the person who invites themselves to weddings Yes, of, of, of said individual. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, if, allegedly. Ho- hopefully, he didn't invite himself <laughs> to the birth of his uh, of, of Duke's ba- baby as well. Yeah. Um, a be- very strange um, decision. Now, don't get me wrong. We've already spoken about what Duke can bring to the, the team if you play to his strengths, and you know that's that's great. But I, I mean. What does this contract look like? I mean, we'll never really know. Is it a re- reduced terms in those final two years? If they spread money out from uh, what he's currently getting to secure a longer contract, so you know, if he does move somewhere else, you can still get get paid off. This contract can still get paid off potentially. It's a really, it's just a really, really strange one. Um, I'm I'm all for keeping him around you know I mean we spoke before about him potentially moving on that it wouldn't maybe wouldn't be a bad thing but at the moment you want to make sure he keeps him he's a good person around around the dressing room he's obviously in a rich vein of rich a rich vein of scoring form I say rich vein he's scored three and five but um, for us this season that's that's, that's quite a lot um, Bowie obviously thinks a lot of him as well uh, there are pros but there are obviously like a fair few cons there as well with, with his age and you know you don't know how he's going to deteriorate or how he could potentially deteriorate over the next few seasons just to become more of a bit part player we protect him a little bit more going forward obviously we've got Sam Cosgrove who we've seen about 11 minutes of <laughs> so so far I think he's won a header and give away three fouls 
Um, that, I think that's pretty much as much like that's his highlight so far. Put, put his name forward for a penalty. Yeah, uh, didn't get it. Didn't get um, it. <laughs> you know, it's. I just find it really, 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 really odd. You know, really odd. Add it to the list, mate. Yeah, it's it's, it's the latest in a long line of things that don't make an awful lot of sense. I want to say I would like to say really well deserved contract, mate. Well done. Good to see you stay in for another few seasons and not dead against it. I just find it really, really odd. Yeah. But, you know, fair play. You've got a new contract. Probably didn't even ask for it. <laughs> Don probably just gave you it as a present. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it was like, oh, Juki turned around and said, oh, where's my ham? And Dong turned around, oh, I haven't got your ham. New contracts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much was that ham? <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, but as you say, it's, they were quite clearly willing to move him on, on in January if we managed to get Nisbet in. Um, it didn't happen. Duke stayed. Um, Duke's obviously a bit of a hero again at the moment, which is, which is great, but... Time, time for it to come out. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and why, why now? Why has why is it been leaked out now? What's the... What is the reason? Where has that come from? Because, you know, I hadn't, we hadn't had anything about that. It hadn't been in any, anybody in the press hadn't had it. And they, I mean, because if they had, they probably would have mentioned it. The agent hasn't come out and said anything. Why was it kept under wraps like that? I just... No idea, mate. Like I said, add it to the list. And even and players, players talk as well. You know, players talk and tell people and things get things leak and nothing and now just why now it's just another potentially another something that's come out internally to you know potentially deflect on on the current ceo and like something else that he's done that you know isn't doesn't make business sense doesn't make sense you know Maybe. Oh, like, 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 like you said I'm, it's not one that i'm overly aggrieved about but it just doesn't make an awful lot of sense from any situation. But I'm not going to hold it against the guy. He's like he's he's worked his work rate is is never in question. And throughout everything that went on with Karanka, from from what you can see as a fan, he got his head down and he got got on with it and he he tried, didn't he? It's, that was never a thing that you could have said that he didn't do so. If we need to pay the most electrifying forehead in sports entertainment a bit of extra cash to to keep us up, then let's just let's just do it. The most electrifying forehead in sports entertainment, I like that. Oh, so, should we move on? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Really. Oh, before we do, I was going to say we've got we can, we can move on to Rotherham, but there's a little bit of a bit of a snippet of potential transfer news. Embargo impending. Uh, embargo embargo pending. Um, apparently, we're interested in. Harry Williams? Do I say Harry Williams? Uh, West think, Brom, yeah, centre back, under eighteen. Um, Burnley also interested in interesting at the moment. Not sure if he's being released by West Brom at the end of the season, or he just doesn't. He's not willing to to stick around. You would have thought if they are uh, potentially going down that you might want to stick around but I, I'm assuming that uh, potentially 
they're gonna they're gonna release him. Um, interesting one. Is it a player that you know you? I don't know too much about him. I say I do. I do a little bit of digging on that one because we found out whilst we were recording the podcast. But my uh, obviously I've got a family that that work there, so we find out a little bit more about him. Um, if anything does happen there, but. Straight into the under twenty three, straight into straight into mix with the first team, or the B team, or the B team. In fact, that's happened. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, might, it might be with that sort of thing in mind. That thinking, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the kid. So no, I just know he's just knows he's centre back, and he's had a few good games this season. Played in the under twenty threes a fair bit, apparently. So. I'll probably read that article properly later, and if anything <laughs> does, I'll speak. I'll speak to my uh, my family member, and if anything does start to uh, progress there, I'll, I'll come back with something a little bit more interesting for, for everybody. One for next Rotherham. time. Yeah, one <laughs> yeah. for next time. Yeah, Rotherham. Uh, so, so Rotherham. We've, I mean, we've already spoken. They've got three, two, the three games, games before they play us. Yeah. yeah. So they've got QPR. Uh, tomorrow Tuesday and then they've got Coventry on Thursday before they play us on Sunday the Sunday yeah um, thankfully the Sunday so our game doesn't get moved on Saturday because of some funeral that's happening that day so I don't know what the, what the crack is there but confident in about this one they're going to be knackered do they do they rest do they rest players do they do they do they think we're good when we play QPR we'll rest players and then play our better players against against Coventry and Blues or do they just have they got the squads to to mix it up that much I don't I don't know enough about the the, the Rotherham squad to to be able to they got worse suggest anything on that I, I, Luke will look more into that with the when he does the preview uh, blue preview in the week. Um, I'm, I'm sure trying, the opposition fan might that. not have much time to fit that in. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a But I, I don't, I don't know too much. I know that Wes has been one of their better players playing at left wing back this season. I think. Left wing back. Yeah. I even saw some where he's playing as a sent, like sent, like a holding midfielder at the weekend potentially as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love. I, I, I like Wes, and you know, so I, you I, love I hope he, I, I, do, I love him a little bit. You love him a little bit. Um, I've, I've, got does, another, I, I've got another. Still hope as well. I there. think we did the podcast when he left and said it's probably the best thing for him, and good luck to him. And we both wished him well. I think, if I remember rightly, yeah. And you know, it's Regular good. It's good form, to see, isn't it? Yeah, and it's good to see that he's he's doing well. Uh, apart from next Sunday. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's never going to be. If you're behind Maxine Colin, you know, there's no, there's no shame in that. He's a Colin's a, a very good player, and certainly seems to be getting back towards the, the player he has been for us. And you know, it's there's no shame in in being back up to him. But a lad his age, you know, with just wants to play yeah. and it's a good move for him I think we got a fair amount of money for him as well considering circumstances so you know it's, I think we can um, uh, yes I'm happy enough for him to go there play well but even yes, if you do say, love him not uh, love him a little bit yeah. <laughs> don't, don't love him as much on Sunday so um, but I, I don't know enough about their squad to say whether they're going to rotate or whatever I, I imagine that they probably can't change things too much Unless 
they're just sacrificing, like you say, sacrificing one game for the sake of another one and then a break in between. That and and maybe playing a few under twenty three players, perhaps. Uh, I think the, I mean they're, they're that. I know they've got games in hand, but they're that far behind that. Can they actually afford to to, to rest players? You know, they need to be putting out their best team, don't they? Really? And well, that's those, this was the thing when Karanka was having a moan about this. It's like. It's, you're moaning about it, but really they're not doing themselves any favours. It's not that like they're gaining a massive advantage because they're going to have to play these games at some yeah. point. And now they're in the situation like this week, they've got, well, it's going to be four games in a week for them, is it? When, when yeah, they play, obviously played Saturday. So yeah, Saturday to Sunday, four games. So yeah, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. Well, yeah. just over a week. Eight just days, over though. a week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not, I can't imagine there's any team in the league that would be able to, or would be looking to to play that many games. Let alone a team that are down there scrapping and with a small budget as well. So they're going to be. Uh, I mean, they are going to be tired on Sunday because you can't rotate everybody. You know, you can't. Yeah, okay, we can still make a few extra subs in the games, but you can't rotate. You can't rotate everybody. So you know, it's it'd be interesting to see just how they approach the game. It's very difficult for us to make any um, predictions around them now because they've got two games before they play us. They could be dead and buried by the time they play us. The fight back could literally be over by the time they they play us. But do they come out all guns blazing and then completely wear themselves out after 25, 20, 25 minutes? They were very... They got beat by Wickham not last weekend, the weekend before, or you know, it was Easter weekend. And they were actually, if it hadn't been for David Stockdale, who played an absolute blinder, yeah, true story. Um, you know, they had numerous chances to score and probably four, five, six goals. And obviously didn't. They ended up losing quite significantly. I think it was 3 0. Obviously, drew 0 0 with Huddersfield, which is great for us. They're going to go to QPR, who have been playing fairly well recently as well. But again, they haven't really got anything to play for. So, you know, it's probably all about what Rotherham turns up that day and they put their chances away. And then they've got Kov, who are pretty much in a situation of them fighting for their lives now as well. And they're off the back of a heavy defeat by Bournemouth. But it's they're a good team. <laughs> In, they on the day they, they, they can open stuff. you up and they can yeah. score they can score goals and they will court they will cause you problems which which we've seen them do to a few teams but you know they aren't great at the back no. so that could be you know that that could be another one um, I'd like to see a draw in that game personally and yeah, I don't really know what happens against QPR I have I have a feeling they they will win one of those two games and you know they'll still be clinging on for life when, when they play us. It'd be interesting to see what we do because obviously we've gone sort of 3-5 at the back the last few games against stronger opposition. Does he stick with that? Does he look at, you know, maybe going 4-4-2 again? Does he look at mixing it up a little bit? I don't, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if this is actually the formation he's going to stick with 
whilst we're still trying to get to a safe points total or whether you're talking yeah. talking about this the, the formation and stuff and seeing what he could do he might now this is this, this is just a suggestion from me does he see something where he thinks okay well they're going to be tired after these games let's try going but it's into a, a three four three which is, is favoured by some of the the top clubs we've got players that can do that and maybe giving us a little bit more going forward that wouldn't surprise me either because Lico would fit into that playing it with Duke a couple of wide players in there it's I think yeah. it's, it's probably going to be a more standard I mean there was we looked at the, the list of things that he'd done previously and he'd play, he, he's not afraid to change formation is he into to, to no it's not up, he, so. he, he's, he's played various different formations now I just had a quick look at Rotherham while we were while I've been talking and a lot of the time they have set set up with three at the back and and wing backs and a holding midfield rather than playing like a, a 10 like we've been doing they've been having someone that sits a little bit further further I say it's a 10 a little bit more of an advanced midfielder because obviously a little bit seems to be playing a little bit sort of more almost alongside Sanic and Garda as opposed to further forward so I guess it wouldn't surprise me if we went if we matched up the same again but you know I've got unlike the previous manager but if Boya thinks we'll be better setting up as a 3-4-3 or you know a a diamond uh, 4-4-2 or that's just a flat 4-4-2 or, you know... A bit more trust in what he's going to... Yeah, I have a bit more trust because, you know, he's earned that trust in these last five games from getting 10 points and uh, five goals and however many goals it was. It's it's that transition now, isn't it, from going, right, okay, now you've got your feet under the table a little bit. Safety's in sight. It's nearly, nearly job done. Think about next next season. Think about what we go from here. Now, talking going back to Rotherham, someone said in the in the fifteen second opinions that they're like super super confident. We're only, like there's only a win this week. Uh, yeah, this weekend against Rotherham. I'm never going to take any game for granted ever again. Uh, you've got to turn up and beat who's in front of you, whoever they are. So I'm not I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is say. Three nil blues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, t- uh, I mean. If t- typically, these are the games in the past that we have struggled because we st- struggled to break teams down. But I think if this had been earlier in the season, and actually a good example of that is the Rotherham game at home, where I think we drew one all with a yep. scored a last two, minute penalty. Two pens weren't there in that game. Two pens, yeah, last very late on in in, in the game. Um, the difference is now that Rotherham have to come out and attack us. Yeah. They, they have to. Yeah. So they're not going to be s- setting up to, you know, just completely nullify anything we do. They have got to well, come out. Depending on their other, other results as well. They might pick six yeah. points about out of the two games before. I'm going to hazard a guess that they don't pick up six points. You know? Never it's, know. It's back to, back to, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, if, if you take us for an example, I know that, that yeah, you're right. But, <laughs> Um, I don't think they will. I think we'll still be comfortably ahead of them when it comes to Sunday. Um, 
I was thinking about it earlier on and I kept going sort of, I, I just, and I'd made a joke about it on Twitter last week and we, we spoke about it as well. I don't think we're going to get beat now between now and the end of the season. After have, are, you, are you believing that now? I believe it. it. You, I, be- you I believe it. Before it was like a joke that you were like, oh, it yeah, was a, we it was a joke, do. but then like... You, we, no, you weren't fully behind it when you said it last time. I, I know I wasn't, but it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. You know, but things now, said in jest are, are off, off, often half-men, aren't they? But now now I am. I think like, is, is, it that, is it that bold to suggest that we could go, we could go the rest of the season unbeaten? No. We've got Rotherham, we've got Derby, we've got Forest, we've got Cardiff, we've got Blackburn. Right? I'm not sure which order that's in, but none of those games uh, strike any fear into me at all. Derby, been pretty bad. Blackburn, awful run, going to get sucked into this relegation scrap, probably be okay just by, the, by a points tally. Forest, probably the best team of the lot. At, at, at the moment, you've got Cardiff, who I think the wheels have come off the Mick McCarthy um, train. Train. I was going to say tractor. <laughs> um, I, just, I just had it. Just had that because he was in my, Ipswich. <laughs> uh, yes, just had that sort of meme in my in in no, the gif in the uh, in my in my head whilst he was doing that. Yeah, the one that from Wolves. <laughs> yeah. That. This just, one in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> this just. Nothing to be afraid of in any of those games. They're all team, pretty much all teams. And I know we had like, I think it was Sean Fury that listens to the podcast quite a lot, mentioned that he thinks those teams could be most dangerous. Um, and just some of them are on like really poor runs of form. And and also Sean, thanks for listening. Uh, some, some of those <laughs> Cheers, mate. teams are on really, really poor runs of form. Others have nothing really to play for. You know, Derby... Yeah, but they're, they're previous, their lives, but. previously they have been dangerous games but yeah Bowie doesn't strike me as the type of person who will stand for you being shit against teams that haven't got anything to play for they will yeah he will keep them he'll keep them all jazzed up for, 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 for one of a better phrase like, and that's just going to be a thing now until I forget about it um, <laughs> you know it's this I do. I think. I think we can go the rest of the season unbeaten, and I think we probably I, will. I don't think it's too far fetched, mate. It's, just, it's, it's not. I mean, if if I mean, if I'm it, saying this, if I'm saying this but, in August, yeah. right? Okay, you can have a word <laughs> with me then. Tell me to give my head a wobble or something. Just tell me to stay off the uh, stay off the beer mid, midday on of whenever. But you know, stay off. You know, the I, I think we. Can, I think. I think we. Can, yeah, <laughs> plenty of that round here. Well, it's all been used up this weekend. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, we're, right, we're going to do it. We're going to we're, we're, we're going to beat Rotherham. We're going to we're well. going to beat Rotherham. We're going unbeaten to the end of the season. Prediction for Rotherham. I am going to go. I think we're due to give somebody a dick in. Um, <laughs> Chris's face there. Not you, Chris. Don't get all excited. Oh, I didn't um, mean like that. It was the one in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Quite, Nick. Um, the you've already said three nil. I think it's probably is it ambitious for me to say four. Hiya, hiya. I don't, I'm gonna go three one. Three one. Ah, oh. yeah. An end so to I, the clean sheet run. I'm gonna let West Harden have a 90th minute penalty because I love him. An end to the clean sheet run. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just... I can see us going 1-0 down early doors, but then just coming back and... I'll probably change my mind after their, their, their next two games. If something, if I see something... It, it, it's a tough one, isn't it? When, you, it, it, when Especially when they've got two games before we play and yeah. not one game, it's two games. But I just think we're going to be too strong for them physically, not in terms of... Um, stamina endurance I mean in turn, I just think we're going to have more in the tank and we'll just keep going and yeah they may have a really good start against us but I think they'll just wane and we will uh, yeah and we'll come away a com- comfortable winners so 3-1 I'm going 3-1 3-0 for me so that's quite annoying I forgot to go on the predictions thing and put my prediction at the weekend obviously we won 2-0 I think I've predicted 2-1 two, predicted two, but I've got to put it in that I just forgot. Don't forget. Just was. There's enough reminders. <laughs> We've plowed enough reminders no, out there. No, for people. Normally, I get an email to remind me, but I think well, I have not been getting it recently. I've well, been so. busy. I can't do everything. <laughs> You've got oh, to... do you not? I thought. Do you not schedule them to go out? I thought you. No, I thought I you said that. I have to do the emails. And oh, I just send me a fucking whatever. WhatsApp for you instead. I don't have to clean so I remember then. Okay. All right. Sorry, mate. <laughs> right. Three one. Three nil unbeaten to the end of the season yes do you think I'm in I'm in I'm in I'm not I'm not totally convinced I think there's there's going to be some tough games but I'm in Uh, I I can see it of course there will will be tough games definitely will be tough games 100% will be tough games There's, there's, there's no doubt about it but the way we're playing at the moment and just the way the sort of games fall for us I just feel like we're on to a winner. Okay, let's, before we go then, so you think we, you're, you're on the train, you think we can do it. How many points do I was we giving, get? I was from, giving Brian Dick jip this morning for not getting on the uh, playoff push. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. we've got five games left, including Rotherham. So Rotherham, Forest, Derby, Birmingham, Birmingham Cardiff, <laughs> uh, Blackburn. We are Birmingham. Um, how many points? If I'm saying that we're not losing, I'm going to 11. Three wins, two draws. 11. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not going as high. I've gone for nine. So three against Rotherham. I think... I was going to say we beat Derby, but I'm thinking... Maybe a point at Derby. No, so point at Forest, point at Derby. We beat Cardiff and then we go to Blackburn and draw. I, our record against Blackburn at their place, I don't think, from memory, is is very good. And it kind of just be one of those games where both teams have got bugger all to play for. And I just feel like it'll probably peter out to, to nothing, which is great for the last game of the season. In fact, you know, by the end of... Sunday, we could be pretty much pretty much safe anyway. So, um, yeah, that's what I said earlier. One more win, I think. Yeah, should yeah, do. I think um, it depends on how it falls for Rotherham. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Sheffield Wednesday after that massive win at Cardiff kind of capitulated at the weekend as well, which is which is great for us. Um, but yeah, I'm going for nine, all in all, two wins and three draws. It's all very confident, isn't it? It's all very positive and, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, well, let's, it's, it's let's feel good at just, the moment. 
let's just hope that you know this carries on into into next season that the little administration issues get sorted uh with Bowyer gets to bring in a couple of extra members of staff that he wants to bring in or one extra member of staff that, um, and we get a new CEO <laughs> that's so, what I really want for so, Christmas so. I'd absolutely get my guy out <laughs> I would absolutely get him out and you know um, we'll have a bit of fun with that later at a later date yep. not getting my dog out just <laughs> fingers crossed Next week's podcast, pretty much safety. Yes. Mathematics apart. I'm excited, Chris. I'm enjoying life. I'm enjoying football. It's, uh, I've got a new lease of life. I'm knee sliding in the living room. I'm you are, yeah. Right. Enjoy the game. <laughs> and until next week, keep right on. Keep right on.